Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. We talk hunting, fishing, camping, and everything in between. Ridge to Ridge Outdoors is based out of Temecula, California, and we want to share the knowledge gained through the ups and downs of Southern California hunting. Through this podcast, we hope to inspire the youth to get outdoors, help fellow hunters find success, and bring awareness to the issues facing our community today. Help us spread the word and get our community on the map for the level of skill and determination it takes our outdoors men and women to get it done in Southern California. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to let you know that this podcast, this particular episode, is brought to you by Victory Archery, the Carbon Arrow experts. But anyways, we got John from JP Outdoors here, along with Brandon, Hi. our usual co-host. Hi. And host, not co-host. We host together. But anyways, they got a hunt coming up, and uh, it's been a while since our last podcast dropped. But hey, Brandon, talk to us about that hunt that's that's happening Man, we leave on the 5th, which is Thursday. That's two days from now. Yes, sir. It's uh, We're going up to Utah. We're going to go uh, northern Utah, chase some elk. I was supposed to uh, have gone to chase some fuzzy bucks, um, like August 16th, I think it was. But ever since my bow um, decided to crack limbs and go haywire, then... Uh, that fiasco was done. Decided to hop on the plane and go with John. Yeah. John, what? We're going on a plane. No, <laughs> we're driving. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to drive. We, we don't have that kind of money yet. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of a ways away. That's yeah, a, yeah, that's another couple of years out. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, we're going to we're going to get in his truck, load up and go. Kind of kind of like the same thing we did um last year. Last year in October. But uh, but no snow. Y- yeah, thank God. Man. Yeah, it's we were just looking at the weather the other day. It's supposed to be what eighty, high of eighty, and then yeah. low of fifty something. It'll yeah, pro- yeah, it'll probably be like seventies up there, and then into the forties at night. I'm so. hoping so, man. Yeah, that's up, beautiful hunting weather up at the hunting spot. And yeah, the, and the elks they should be talking and stuff by mm-hmm. then. So. Who else is going with y'all? Uh, Mr. McCorn, the other half of JP Outdoors. Who's that? Who's nope, J- no, the other half of JP Outdoors is Oh, no Mrs. longer? JP. Just go oh. ahead and say it. Yeah, John uh, and Sean had a falling out. No, it wasn't they, a falling out. They, separ- they separated. You guys it broke up? up? It wasn't a falling out. They just, separated. Just, just business. Separated. business uh, Who am I going to live with? Ideas didn't align or whatever the deal is. And hey, that happens. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Mr. Maycorn, he's finally going out with you. I've seen that guy shoot his bow like twice, ever. He's been my- shooting it a lot now, now that that... Uh, that hog father's all dialed in. Oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, let me tell you about Sean. I love the guy to death. He's a great guy. But we had that, me and Jared, JP's son, had that new Triax set up like a year and a half ago, something yep, like that. When it first came out. When it first came out, brand spanking new bow. Had them all dialed in. And then, uh, yeah, he just never shot it. Went to the wayside. Kept shooting that solo cam he has. Yeah, and then um, he got another new piece of equipment, the hog father. Made by Spot Hog, love lovely single pin, um, but he couldn't figure out how to set it up, and I tried to help him out, and it just never worked out. It for just him. didn't work out. Well, I mean, long story short, he's he uh, got it dialed in. Yeah, he's dialed in, and and he's ready to go. He wants to go, so he's pumped. Yeah. And um, John was gracious uh, enough to say, "Come on, buddy." Holy, that cow. was prior to me coming, um, and then I just 
ever since my trip fell apart, then I was like, yeah, man, let's yeah. go. Let's you just go gotta do roll it. with it. Yeah, why that's, not? That's one of the joys, and it's a blessing and a curse of hunting. Yeah, you just gotta roll with it. Absolutely. And we got an, our other friend coming from Arizona, who's bringing the fifth wheel and all the. Oh, the accoutrements. Yeah, yeah, man. We're not going to be on a tent. <laughs> you know, we're not going to be in you know, a tent. We're uh, we're going to be styling. In luxury. Uh, it's a brand new fifth wheel. It's They haven't even used it yet, and the first maiden voyage is going to be for our elk hunt. So. Holy cow. That's going to be great for you, yeah. Brandon, to see yeah. camping in luxury like yeah. that. Or hunting in luxury. Yeah. Uh, never have. Two AC units. What? Yeah, so if it gets hot, we'll be all right. You, you know? guys are gonna be spoiled. You guys are gonna want to leave that thing. I know. I, uh, you know, I, flat screen TV. Yeah. Um, if we have a satellite, man, we'll catch the football. If, yeah. <laughs> if you have a directed TV box, we can throw it in there. Does he not have one? Well, the, his wife's not gonna allow. She uh, wants. Yeah, I don't have TV. direct TV. Yeah, I don't either. Brandon has been tossing around the idea for like the last year and a half to get a camper. Like yeah. a small like, nothing like that big, but I was yeah, I've been tossing around the idea and I I almost did it back in January. Yeah. I almost just did it and I probably should have. Like you almost pulled your wallet out of your pocket? Yeah. Or Yeah. My tight ass doesn't like to spend money at all. Hey, that's <laughs> how you afford more hunts by squeezing a yeah, you're nickel absolutely right. into two more Listen, two man. more pennies. Squeezing blood out of a turnip. I'm gonna tell you guys some you some words real quick that you guys both should live by. No, I don't care. You can't take it with you. All that BS. You're here right now. You need a little cash. You got to live broke to not be broke. Period. I remember you telling me that. That period. was in a different episode. I yeah, don't know. I well, think we were just talking maybe, about it. I don't know. I'm just telling you. That's the fact. You can make a million dollars a year and spend $950,000. You're going to owe a bunch of money to the IRS and your ass is going to be broke. Okay. So you got to live broke to not be broke. Period. So back to the story. I wanted to buy I wanted to buy a little tow behind trailer, like a twelve foot by seven foot, throw a couple racks in it and just kinda dial it in myself. So I mean obviously a fifth wheel camping compared to a little tow behind trailer is two different things. And I'm talking like a cargo trailer and doing it myself. So Yeah. I I mean, I'm pumped to do it. Who knows? I've never done it. I've never slept in a camper, I don't think. Maybe if you see it, you'll love it enough to show uh the good old Wifey at home, hey, it could be great. Yeah. You guys could start camping. You guys could. They I, could think be... they call, I think they call it glamping. Glamping, yes. But <sighs> man, either way, that's going to be a new experience. And you guys have ne- neither of you guys have hunted elk before, have you? Well, John uh, has. I John, have. John, you have? I've done it a lot. So Okay. Yeah, I, I never have. And um, it's going to be a new experience for me. You know, to do it with a bow, too, is going to make it even more difficult. But, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to go out and just go out with an open mind and, and not expect anything. Um, just just put what I know to use and try to get it done. I'm going to bring a tree stand. If I can find wallows, I'm going to put a couple cameras up. And we'll just, we're going to be there like seven, eight or eight yeah, or nine seven, days. Yeah, seven, eight, nine days, something like that. So, first, so we have time. The first day or two in there, we may be, we'll be scout hunting. Yeah. <clears throat> we're going to an area that um, I've shot an elk in. Uh, about three years ago, and uh, that was for rifle. But we're gonna go in there with uh, with our bows. It should be all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once we find the animals, it's just that's it. And then it's yeah. then it's a done deal. Well, pretty y- much. You hope. So you hope. Same because, thing. Same you know, thing you do down here. You just poke it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, I, my thing is, is I don't know what to expect. The only thing I know is that if the elk are there, I'll find them. That's what I know. And if we get them in front of us, it's it's going to be magical because it 
they're magnificent animals. Hopefully, yeah. I don't, hopefully, I don't shake. <laughs> they're, they're magnificent I'm, I'm, and they're tasty. Listen, they're, they're big animals, and uh, I'm super they're just, excited. They're impressive. This is how it's gonna go. We're gonna be glassing. We're gonna see some out. Mark my word, and we're gonna cut them off, and we're gonna be in the quakies, and here they come, and I'm gonna say, John, range them. And I'm going to hear arrow. <laughs> 47. And mine's down. You know, I don't know, man. We, I have no idea how it's going to go. I, I'm not expecting anything. We're going to a public land unit. I'm sure it gets hammered. We, um, we're going to go in and just be optimistic and stay positive and hunt. That's yep. all you can do, man. You, yeah. you can't, we can't expect anything. We're not going to a private ranch, you know, and um, it's, it's going to be fun to get out with buddies and, and just grind. Yeah. Just put what we know to use and, and just see, test ourselves, you know, see, yeah. what, see yeah. what we can do. What, oh. kind of, what kind of tags are these, by the way, before we bury the lead and everyone's like, where are you guys going? What do you guys have? Oh, uh, they're bull elk tech. Well, bull elk, but you can it's, shoot. You can basically shoot anything as long as it doesn't have spots, spots on it. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to go to Northern Utah. It's a gym and, or it's a archery tag in a, any bull unit. So like John said, you could shoot a cow. You can shoot a spike. I mean, I'm assuming you can shoot a calf. As long no as spots. No spots, and you can shoot any bull. Wow. So anything, that opens up a lot of opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and, and then plus the population of that unit is, uh, their target population is uh, way lower than the amount of elk are there. So actually, if, if you were greedy, they offered two extra cow tags this year on top of your bull tag if you wanted it. Whoa. John That's greedy. A, I didn't take. No. I was about to say no. I didn't. I did take a second cow tag though. I just. I. Didn't, <laughs> I haven't even got my tag. I forfeited my, uh, my, buck tag that I had that season. Yep. And um, when we get up there, I'm just gonna pick up my tag. Gotcha. I called up DNR up there, and they're like, "Yeah, two weeks out." And I said, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna risk it." Yeah. You know? Gotcha. So I'm gonna go up there and, and just walk into a Walmart or whatever and pick it up and and get after it, man. So. We're excited. It should be fun. You know, weather-wise, it's going to probably be warm. Uh, I actually got a buddy up there right now, Travis from SD Muley's. He's up there yep. chasing cows, and, and uh, he said it rained on him for, I don't know, three hours yesterday, I do believe. And um, Ooh, That's a good rain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said he woke up this morning actually needed a jacket. So, you know, the weather's starting to snap, and I'm just hoping, man, that, that we get up there and those elk are talking. Yeah, weather's doing a lot of crazy stuff. You guys got to be prepared for it. But since you guys have that fifth wheel, that's going to help out uh, crazy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. like a, that's a godsend right there. Yeah. Well, we, uh, you I guys going to have a vehicle, like a side-by-side or a quad no, or something? No, just have my truck. Yeah. I'm not really worried about it, dude, honestly. Actually, where we're going, we're hoping to get the spot that's right by the trailhead with the fifth wheel. And if we can get that spot, we won't even have to drive. Yeah. So we can just wake up and just start hiking the Which trail. Would be perfect, you know. Yeah. Just wake up and walk. You know, I, w- I was talking to John. I'm hoping we have cell service. And the reason why is because, like, I'd assume at some point, um, you know, guys aren't going to want to just go where everyone else is going to want to go. So communication is going to be key, yep. you know. And yeah. I, it, there's communication. As long as you're up high or facing, like, as long as you're on the open face of the hill, it's you should. Have, have, I, have so, I so want cell service in camp. Hey, this sounds like a great opportunity. Brandon and I have always been talking about like backcountry camping, like spike camping. Are you going to do it? It I'm sounds gonna, like a great opportunity. It would be great to. I'm going to bring my tent. Yeah. Um, I told John to bring his I just in case. I mean, it depends. I'm going to bring it just because. 
it's small, it's packable. And if we get out there and we're three days into it and we're like, man, I hate walking this two miles through the yeah. shell cliff. I don't know. I, I'm going to camp. It, it may work out. You guys been doing a lot of scouting, a lot of e-scouting? I have. Yeah, like I said, I've been into that spot before. So. Oh, okay. Not your first rodeo. Yeah, it's in his it's head. rifle hunted in there, and then, uh, you know, it's where it's at. It's it's basically the other end of the unit that we hunted last year for deer. Okay, gotcha. The other side of that. So S- Same topography? Mm, it's a little bit different. It's more rocky. Ooh, okay. So. Okay. But it's it's rocky with rolling hills, and then there's some steep valleys you gotta cross. But a uh, few wet spots, and it, I think it's steep enough that it's gonna keep most of the regular hunters out. So yeah, yeah. I I'm just hoping to uh, be able to get up there and be able to. You know, obviously you can't glass in the dark timber. You yeah, know? Like it's you, true. You have and, to just be in there. And, and I I don't see that's the thing, Patrick. Is I don't want to be beaten brush. I really don't want to beat we, brush. I feel like if we, we don't beat have brush, to, no, no, we won't. You don't want to beat brush with elk. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, you want to do I don't want to beat brush. You just want to get up on the ridge, and just watch. Get them glass out. Yeah, watch them. and listen. I mean, even if we can't glass, if it's a little bit thick, you you just have to sit there. Yeah. And just I mean, listen. if they're if they're talking, give it a shot, man. Cow call them. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear them I've walking. Been, I've too. been working on my bugling, quite a bit. You'll hear them walking. Yeah, if they're close. No, I mean, with the, if they're within a hundred yards of you, you'll yeah, hear them. That's pretty close. You know, it's pretty close. I don't know. Well, we're gonna play by ear, dude. Yeah, I've never done it. Time. I've never chased them with a bow. Uh, I'd imagine it's gonna be different than anything I've ever done before. So yeah, new I'm experience. Go in, go in optimistic and and go in with uh, an open mind. It's and, gonna end up probably being if we get in the right spot, it'll be similar to how we hunt the deer in our spot. So, yeah, I, you know, if we can see where they're funneling in and out of, if they're not disturbed and been pushed around a million times already. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That, that just comes with time and learning the area and, and may, hopefully we can figure it out in a couple of days and put a couple arrows in a couple of them or three or four. So what are your guys' plans for uh, deer down here? Cause uh, we're rolling into it. Yeah. Our season actually starts this Saturday. Yep. This coming Saturday, our season starts, um, you guys gonna just jump one into the other? Or are you uh, gonna... I, I'm going to. I'm gonna come back, and I, that yeah, weekend I won't go out. But. Yeah, you can't. Um, I can explain to you later why you why we can't jump into it. No, I'm talking like uh, we have to wait till next month. We have different areas though that we can. Oh yeah, into, we can so. go up on the mountain. Absolutely. We can get old Mister Bud Walker out there with us. Yeah. So the following. The following weekend, I'll probably be on the mountain. Gotcha. Makes you know, sense. Hopefully, you'll be on it too, man. Yeah. You're hope, ready to I rock. I mean, we'll see what happens. We can, I might go out this weekend. We can, and just camp up there. we can camp up there, Patrick. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. Brandon hasn't camped up there yet. Mm-mm. I always just go up at like pff, three in the morning. Yeah. I'll you have know. to get some onyx from you guys then and just hoof it. I'll just throw you the pen. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy. But yeah, you'll be able to go this weekend. Tony's going. You might want to yeah. go with Tony. He's yeah. gonna go. I'm sure he'll take you with him. You know. Yeah. We'll figure I, or, it out. Or I mean, shoot, I'll shoot you up and just go to where we. Yeah. Exactly where we slay stuff. But uh, it should be. Yeah, it's season's upon us. Like it's here. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully your uh, preseason prep has all been uh, aced out. Yeah, my bow's on fire right now. I'm rocking the Quivalizer to yeah. uh, Utah. 
Is that what that's called? Rocking the Quivalizer? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm okay. going okay. to sport I'm, I'm it. Just, I'm just, just checking. Yeah, I picked up his bow. Like, I just saw it for the first time today. And it's a pretty cool piece of kit. It's heavier than I expected, like what I was telling him. But uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, Shouldn't shouldn't be any problem for you since yeah. you've been lifting as your, yeah. your, as your preseason prep. It's no big deal. It was funny. I was down at the bow and arrow shop with Bruce. Yep. He, he actually gave it the last final tune before the trip, and and I was like, man, it, it's a heavy bow. He's like, yeah, but that pin sits right. I'm like, you're right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, you're right. Yeah, Gee, I, it's all right to have a little bit of weight on the bow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've always had a heavy bow. I mean, my rain was heavy. Yeah, that Doinkler setup was heavy. Your your Matthews is heavy. Every, is it? I feel like it's heavy, dude. How many ounces you got on that thing? I don't know. It's a killing son of a bitch, though. So. Yeah, but you got like twelve ounces hanging off the front of it. And nah, I don't, fourteen I don't, in the back. Like two or three on the front. How many you got in the back? Same, two or three. Yeah, I, I mean it, it sits dead it's in balanced. your hand. I mean, Patrick, you're rocking the Quivalizer. I am. I enjoy it. You like it? I do. And um, when I bought that, because I, I remember asking you, like, hey, dude, how do you like that? You know, and you're like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I do. It's and a it's a great piece of technology. It's just kind of goofy looking. But, hey. I I mean, I think it kind of looks pretty sharp. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's pointed at the front of your bow. It looks cool. Yeah, man. It's pretty sweet. It's a go fast part. <laughs> it is. Mine says not legal in California. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I, li- I like that kind of stuff. John, why don't you be different and not rock a standard front doinker and a rear back bar? Why don't you be yourself? I am. You know anybody else rocking the doinker? Me. You there's a lot of guys. No, there's a lot of guys. There's just a lot of guys nah, in Temecula that don't. Well, yeah, because well, <clears throat> when well. you find out what the cost is on it for the full hundred, yeah, setup, yeah, they, uh, it's, it's it's as much as a new bow. Yeah, it's expensive. It's pretty. <laughs> that, that's one thing that kicked me right in the pants when I bought that. I mean, it, listen, doinker works great, Patrick, they, and they're beautifully made. They are. But great get, product. It, it's just oh my gosh it's like there's so much so many other products out there that do the same thing for a drastic difference in I, price listen it's like law of diminishing returns it, you well I mean? you're absolutely right well i don't know the doinkers it's got the it has the spring inside of it man it, you know what i feel like so check this out doinkers they nailed the marketing scheme with the name doinker they did it's i love fun it to bro. Say. it's just fun to I, say yeah exactly. i believe the guy's his mom or his grandma came up with that it's awesome because she was like that, that doinker on the front of the boat well i believe that's what how a lot of guys rock doinkers a lot of guys rock bee stingers you know they're all stabilizers but i truly believe that spring in that what is it the barrel yeah it's, well it's, it's in barrel, the, it's right? in no it's in the little piece on the yeah that's like the barrel just the tip. There's a lot of hand motions going on for you. Podcast. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> it, it, so there's the shaft of the the stabilizer, then there's the barrel, and then the weights go on the front of the barrel. Uh, the, you can call it the right head, there. whatever the head. Either way, <laughs> there's a spring in there that dramatically reduces the vibration on your bow. And if you it's, have it's a, magical. If, yeah, if you have a vibrating bow, uh, I would suggest throw a set of doinkers on it without a doubt. And and by no means are we pushing doinker products because we have some sort of deal with them. <laughs> Because we don't, yeah, we don't, we and don't, we just, it, we just like them. If we, if we would have to buy them again, right. we probably wouldn't. Yeah, they probably they're, wouldn't they're, buy them. They hurt good me. old bee stingers. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll take me a bee stinger. Exactly. <laughs> it's just what if you're not running a stabilizer, run a stabilizer. But yeah, we're not saying go out and buy a three hundred dollar doinker setup. Yeah, it's they're a great product though. Yeah, um, but uh, so my bow is on point. Um, thanks to Victory, got me set. Yep, Vap's going out with me. Yep, I saw you shoot your uh, your other your Rain Seven like excellent at the the Balboa shoot. So yes. I have no 
I have no question about your shooting skill. You're on it. You're Dude, on it. I'm. Just, I feel like I've come to the. I've come to the realization that um, certain people are just shooters. Yep. You know. Well, we gotta get an animal in front of him, and then he starts shaking like a puppy trying to pass well, a peach pit. I feel like that would have. It's some difficult cold to watch. <laughs> Dude, there's some cold weather involved in that. Real cold, not aluminum riser, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. It's like uh, you realize. I've been shooting a bow for quite some time. Like I, it's funny, man. I, I I've been shooting. I thought I was comfortable, and like my form was perfect and everything, man. I I roll down to. Uh, Bruce's shop, Bono shop down there in Lakeside. Yep. And he's like, oh no, oh no. He's like, here, straighten up, pinch your shoulders. And I'm just like, and it, it's like, I catch myself all the time. Like, yeah. Trying to go back into. Yeah, bad habits. Yeah. I've seen some of your bad habits. Dude, well, I walk bad. like a duck, bro. Yeah. I, I, my posture is horrible. I walk yeah. like a duck. You know, like, I don't he's know. always sagging his pants. He's just well, a hot mess. He looks like a. Damn millennial. Five five pounds of potatoes and a ten. You should see him now with his Hawaiian shorts and his black socks. Yeah, he's he's sagging them too. No, I'm not. Yeah, you were, dude. I walked (laughs) in here. I feel like they are. (laughs) It's ridiculous, man. But anyways, Brandon, he's an excellent shooter. He's just got some quirks, and we'll see if he he pulls it off this uh, this season or this this shoot. Yeah, this hunt, man. Two 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 days we're on our way on Thursday, so we'll we'll see. Uh as long as we can find the animals, man, I'm confident that we can get in. I'm not going to say I'll be able to get it done, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping, man. I'm just being optimistic. It'll be yep. fun. It's all we can do is try, you right? You get the opportunity. Right. Yeah. It's all an experience, man. And th- this is what we wait all year for, you know, to go out and hunt. And uh, time is here. Yeah. Our season you, starts, guys. You guys got the jitters or what? I do. You, you guys ready? You nervous? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not nervous. I went hunting a week and a half ago in Arizona already, so yeah, I've already, he's already got it. We've I've already, already got uh, it out, out yeah, of the system. I got a little. But anyways, for the new hunter, for the new hunters out there, tell me, uh, walk me through what it feels like in terms of prep as as hunting season approaches, because it's something that we haven't talked about. Like, uh, it feels like work almost. It, like every year that time rolls around, dude. Yeah, and this is what I'll on say. On these big hunts. Not like on our little hunts, yeah. but on the big hunts, you're... Uh... Dude, if my wife was here, Patrick, right now, she'd go, Brandon, shut the F up. That's <laughs> what she would tell me right now. And the reason why I've been stressing... And then my dude, phone rings. Yeah, and I'm like, John, ugh, all this <laughs> shit, we ain't gonna have room. You know, oh my like, God, we're gonna have to run a U-Haul. Dude, I, yeah. I get anxiety bad. <laughs> like, I just get... I do, man. I get we're just it. packing for a trip. Just pack normally like well, you would for a trip. as you can see in the room. I understand. It's ready to rock. I'm the done. The missus isn't here to do it for you. Listen, well, if, right? if Michelle was here, she would do it for me. Let's get... <laughs> Because she doesn't want to hear the anxiety. You're absolutely right. I actually had her help me pack that right there, man. She did a nice job on that. If you guys can see this, it looks nice. He's uh, Everybody's looking at a rolling Rubbermaid tin. It's actually a Plano. Uh, it's but nice, man. It's, it's pretty well packed. Yeah, she placed the boots in the middle. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, she she helped me out. But, you know, I get anxiety on these. So for, like, the new guys, I would say, like, just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Just oh relax. My, There's just always relax, something dude. that you got to You know what? Make, make a checklist. Yep. You know, write down everything that you need versus everything that you want. Yeah. And everything that you actually have. Need, or have, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it, then look at it and then, com- you know, compare your lists and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell everybody that's that's getting ready to go on their first out-of-state hunt, you know, um, just like I said, take a deep breath. John said, pull a list together. You really don't need a bunch. You just need to get out there. If you're not going in the end of October out-of-state, 
you know, like a Utah and Idaho. Yep. You're probably going to be all right if you're going in September, you know, weather-wise. Mm-hmm. Your, your Southern California stuff will do. Um, yeah, it's really hot here right now, so I would. Oof, these next couple weekends are going to be I would say probably cooking. one of the most important things for a new hunter to understand is physical fitness. Like yeah. your cardio, that altitude sickness, when you're up there at 9,000 feet, like if you live at sea level at San Diego, Go go up to nine thousand foot and stay up there for a week. Yeah, like that's it'll, what, it'll affect you. That's what we're gonna do when we get there. That first couple of days, you probably have a slight headache till the red blood cells build up, and most or we're all in good shape. So it'll day or two, and altitude sickness will pass. See, so. I didn't have it last year. Are you sure? I didn't. You have sure it you at just all, didn't man. have a headache? Yeah. Well, I didn't have a headache. I didn't, that's what I'm saying. I mean, well, you get a little bit, and you feel. Maybe you just don't realize what you're maybe, feeling. Maybe I don't know, but I, everybody's different. They have to build up those red right. blood cells to carry more oxygen. So, but you know, as much as we run, well, and that's what I'm saying. I like, don't know. Cardio wise, I, I would know, say you, you, you didn't most, feel it, did you? No, you didn't, did you? And you no. weren't. Were you running all the time at the time? No, you, you <laughs> I was. I was it? like, yeah, I was in terrible physical condition for that. Well, night. you know, the first couple of days up and down those hills. I mean, yeah. you were good by the time we shot that deer. Yeah. I don't That's know. true. <laughs> I'll just say for the new guy, um, make sure your cardio is on point. Yeah, and if, I'm not like, saying run five miles. Just if if you haven't been training your cardio or preparing with plyometrics and cardio, like by now you've done it wrong this season. Yeah. Because I mean, you can still like start now. Yeah, you, De- get yeah. On it. you only need a little bit of time, and just don't kill yourself. The ideal is what I come up with: twenty minutes for two miles. If you can do that, you'll be. Yeah, You'll twenty be, minutes, two miles. Yep. Yeah, if absolutely. you can do two miles in twenty minutes, you're you know, you're not breaking any records, but and you can do it. Yeah, I'm, and that's a good pace. Yeah, it's a it's an excellent pace for especially with the for stand, a beginner. Yeah, for standards of the American citizen right now. Absolutely. But don't run two miles on a treadmill. No. That's not an no. indicator of any level of fitness. That's just how high can you skip with the the roller going underneath you. <laughs> you know what I mean. You get outside and run. <laughs> you hit it right on the head, man. If you put it, if you put it into perspective. Yeah, uh, man. If you that, jump, it reminds me of, uh, of that kid that uh, went hunting with us. He he gets on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you talking? I'm about? gonna go Who? home and bust him. Oh, is that is that your boy? <laughs> tw- tw- Twelve miles. Yeah. Well. <laughs> wow. No, I don't remember what he said about on the treadmill, but. <laughs> yeah. It was like when we were out there hunting. Yeah. And he got off court. How far did he say? Three that? miles. It was, you know, it was like a mile or something, a mile and a half. Yeah, that's what he said. I was like, if he was a mile down in there, he was, he'd have to be over the next ridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know. And then he worked at it if he did that. But he, that's a story. For it's him. okay. We might as well just tell that story. We were hunting in our usual spot. And it's, oh, that, it's, that was, oh, sorry. That was the very, very cold night that he didn't sleep. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, it's the culmination of all the things that we've talked about on the podcast. Well, one, being prepared for the cold. Cold weather camping sucks. And two, like taking the advice from, people who have done it before especially your dad yeah <laughs> and also like being physically fit yeah and uh we had gone into our hunting spot and it was a cold night like we told we told jp's son like hey be ready for the cold get a better sleeping bag it's gonna be cold and we were just coming off of the utah hunt so we go down there and we're like we have everything already aced out and we get in there we sleep like babies and it turns out jared died 
He yeah. he stayed up the entire night. Well, he brought that quilt down. Yeah. It was like, he, like it was like a blan- it was like a t- like a like it was a airplane the, blanket. Uh, high twenties yeah. or something that night. So it was it was frozen outside. And then when you're on the side of a hill and the wind's blowing and the fog's in, and yeah, it's just all compounded. He froze. He but he toughed it out. He said he was going to tough it out. He's he. You know, he brought the stuff, and that's what he was going to use. And so I felt bad for him. I felt kind of bad for him, but I'm just like, all right. He shivered all night, but well, he didn't die. Yeah, he didn't die. We went and hunt. He was exhausted, and then on the way out, yeah, that's where on the way I, out he was. Uh, it's it's up and down both ways, steep too. So it's uh, steep it uphill, steep downhills. The sun's usually on you the entire day as soon as you begin your your uh, your evac out of there. And like, I I try to stick with him because you know, hey, I don't I didn't know how how often he did that hike with you guys. I heard he had done it once before, and I was like, oh, so Jared, you still you still know where to go? And he's like, yeah, you just follow the road. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, and then I just start busting, because uh, yeah, momentum is your friend. Yeah, we were up ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, were, we were we were just cruising, and we yeah. realized we. And then, him. and then, yeah, you guys caught up to me because uh, I can't even remember what happened. Oh, yeah, you went first. Yeah, that's cause, right. Because you was, had all your camera equipment. Yeah, usually I'm like, hey, I'm going to leave a little bit early and you guys will catch me about three quarters of the way or halfway, yeah. whatever. And then they catch me and they ask me where Jared is. And I'm like, I thought, you know, you guys should have passed him by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we we did. We left late. Yeah. We cleaned up camp and then everybody got everybody moving. And then apparently Jared... Went off the trail at some point, and we missed him. And we missed him. We missed the turn. So then we caught Patrick, who yeah. was over halfway back to the truck. So then we dumped our packs and basically ran all the way back down the hill and found him. <laughs> he's all, he's just out of it. Yeah. He, he doesn't know which way's up, doesn't know which way's down. He just I mean, wore out. He was he about was, to be a heat casualty. Yeah. He And it wasn't that hot. I mean. I just felt like he was exerting himself. Well, he didn't sleep. Yeah. He was and frozen. And it's not an easy hike. That, I mean. That was that same day that I think I climbed up out of there and had to go lay in the sun. I was so cold. I think so. It was a cold morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean. He Listen. was way off track, but yeah, he yeah. was gone. So I mean, change course a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go to Idaho in October. I'm gonna help Matt do some guiding. Oh, I don't know. for sure, you know yeah, that. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I'm gonna be up there on the 10th. I may or may not grab a tag up there while I'm up there. Depending you're gonna on. grab a tag? That's a dumb I, question. I you're, hope so. You're gonna grab one. That's yeah. not even. A I, thing. I want to. You say it because you don't want to open your up your wallet right now. But you're yeah, going to. You, I, I you better hurry. Will. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'll take to, the old six five. Just a reminder is Idaho has a, a yeah. quota on non-resident. They do, they do but the, the specific unit that they're in, they never sell out, and that's how it is every year. 20, so, I mean, I, there is a risk involved, well, but it's, yeah. it's never sold out before. 2019. It's not really sold out. It's just hitting the, the non-resident well, that's what quota. Well, that's what I'm saying, that the non-resident quota. Because they do. I mean, they may have 1,000 tags, but they might yeah. allow 250. Well, I mean, either way, we'll, uh, we'll see. My primary reason for going up there is to help Matt. Yeah, so that's going to be awesome. I'm going to help him out. That'd be cool, man. Um, after that, you know, just hunt our local mountains and then Arizona. For sure, Arizona. Back to AZ and yeah. I in think December. Be fun. Yeah, December and then January. Well, yeah. I, I'm kind of tossing up depending on if I have both my tags filled here or not. I'm going to fill both tags here. I have to this year. If I don't, I don't even want to think about that. So I'm not going to go to Arizona unless I got both tags filled here until it's January. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna put some animals down here. Yeah, 
that's a good thing to put in your head. Yeah. And then what do you got, John? Uh, I got two deer, two elk, deer in Arizona, and that's it. Uh, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. I got a lot on my plate. Oh, I, I am going to go to uh, Pennsylvania the end of October. Pencil- I what? think it's Pennsylvania. You're a Pennsylvania. What? I think it's I think it's Pennsylvania, dude. Uh for four days. Michelle wants to go see her friend. They, Do you her mean friend, Philadelphia? Is that yeah, yeah? <laughs> I think that's what Philly. No, because you, you went to Philly last year, I think, dude. No, no, I never did. You sure? Yeah, I went to Nashville last year. Oh yeah, you did. Okay. So Michelle's got my chick's got some friends uh, back east that they have like chick is just another 20, name for wife. Yeah, just so she. You guys they don't got freak like out. 20, 20 acres. Oh, and, okay. And, and her friend's husband is a hunter. Got some whitetail. Yeah, so I think that'd be cool. You know, yeah. if, I, if I can do that, I will for sure. You can um, throw some corn down over there, can't you? Yeah, Something but like I that. think CW, like CWD is a big deal over there. Well, yeah. That chronic wasting disease. Yeah, it is. I think they were, I was actually listening to a meat eater podcast today and they were saying like, I don't know, like 25%. Ooh, Ooh dude, yeah. that's bad. So, so, I don't, don't, I mean, listen, don't, don't quote me on that, but that's kind of what I, Kind of the understanding is you should never quote us on statistics. By the way, yeah, no, because hundred percent of the time we might be sixty percent of the time wrong. Yeah, yeah. I would say that number's a little higher. Yeah, <laughs> what, uh, what do you got going on this year, Patrick? Dude, this season is going to be—I don't even know what's what it's going to bring. I haven't shot my bow since Balboa, and uh, I got a new set of strings. It shoots bomb. Uh, I got to pick up another set of arrows because I haven't been. I haven't been on top of my training game just because I've been training in other things in life. What kind of arrows are you going to shoot? I, of course, I'm going to be shooting some uh, <clears throat> ripped TKOs. You love them things. <laughs> I do. I, I, I ran the uh, VAPS last year, but I have more ripped TKOs. We talked about the but the graveyard of yeah. arrows. That might, that is my life. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just going to yeah, um there's uh, more in the graveyard too. Just letting you know, but I understand you can get new ones. But yeah, we <laughs> there's more in the graveyard though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try to hunt whenever I can like, locally. Yeah, local, of course. I can't go far, right? Just because of the way my schedule works now, or even I don't even know how it's gonna work. Um, That's just this year, though. Yeah, for this year. Yeah. But who knows if this whole trip going up north chasing elk is a good time and and. Is exciting. Never know, man. Might be a, a routine that we do every year. Yeah, exactly. But for me, it's all up in the air. If I if I can get out as much as I hope to, that'd be perfect. And what also would be great is I'm like in top physical condition right now. Yeah. So, fingers crossed, man. Stay in shape. Fingers crossed. And uh, other than that, man, I learned a lot of hard lessons last season. And hopefully I don't repeat any of those. And really, I'm just... I'm going to enjoy every second that I can go out. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Hopefully we get some, some camping then. Yeah, definitely. Do a little spike camping out in our local mountains, getting it done. Yeah. Deer camp. Yeah. yeah. Deer camp's fun. Deer camp yeah. 2019. Yeah. Deer camp gives you something to look forward to after work. Well, listen, guys. Uh, time. What? Really? What time? Yeah. It's oh, like, you look at that. Dude, like, yeah. I don't even know what to watch. It's a knuckle past a hair. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Hey, don't, big, big, stop doing that. Yeah, don't do that. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to SD Muleys. Yeah, Travis. Shout out. Yeah, man. Love your shoots. Put another one on. Uh, Bruce at the Bow and L shop. Thanks for all the tuning you've done on my bow. Thank you, John, for coming out for uh, one of our shorter segments and filling us in. We will fill you guys in with the postseason 
or not postseason, but post hunt podcast uh, as soon as they get back. Right. Big shout out to uh, John at JP Outdoors and his bow shop. Anyone in the Inland Empire, hit him up. Yeah, and I wish you guys both the best of luck. And uh, I, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say afterwards. And for all of you guys who are going out of state or in state um, for this hunting season 2019, good luck. Best of luck to you. Absolutely. All I'm right. going to be taking my VAPs with me. <sighs> That's a good arrow set. Yeah. All right. There's another one, brother. All right, man.